You're listening to the Obvious Expert Podcast, where we take your years of learning, gaining knowledge and insight in your field, and put it to work. You're a genius at what you do, and with our show on your side, you'll hear specific strategies that you can use to take immediate action on becoming the obvious expert in your field now. You'll hear from others who have walked the path before you, and they'll share insight you can't hear anywhere else. Now, your hosts of the Obvious Expert Podcast, authors of the best-selling book, How to Position Yourself as the Obvious Expert, Elsam Eldridge Jr. and Mark Eldridge. This is Elsam Eldridge Jr. and I have a chance to share with you some of the concepts that we've developed and learned throughout my career in consulting, which has been uh, well a few decades at best. And, well, let's begin with the fact that when I first started, I suggested that now that we had this book done and I felt really good about it and I would do exactly what he asked me to do, what maybe should be the next step? And he said, well, one of the fastest ways to get known in your community or in any community is to start doing lectures at service clubs. And when he was talking about service clubs, he was talking about Rotary Clubs and Kiwanis Clubs, Lions Clubs, in an area that you want to become known at. And so, (laughs) driving home with the books in the back seat, as I arrived in Fresno the outskirts, there was this huge billboard that was inviting people to the different service clubs in Fresno. I mean, almost like it was meant to be. There was this billboard, and it talked about the Rotary Club and when they meet, where they meet, and the Kiwanis Club, and all the different clubs, well, at least many of the different clubs. And so I pulled off to the side of the road and wrote down when they were meeting, who they were, and where they were meeting. And when I got home, I started thinking through what would I offer as a lecture to these clubs. Well, how to get a high score on everything in life was what I came up with. And I started creating a talk of that nature. And then I started phoning those service clubs. I just jumped right into it. Uh, And sometimes I do my, I guess, my best work by putting my back against the wall and just making a commitment, and now we got to go do it. So I started phoning these service clubs, and I called and I talked to the president of the Rotary Club, and I, I asked... First of all, after explaining who I was and that I had a a talk, especially for Rotary Clubs, he, the the president, explained to me that they had a program chairperson, and I should call him the program chairperson. And so I called the program chairperson and explained that the president had asked me to call him and explain what the program was that I had. And I went through the entire list one by one. Each one of those 
people that I got eventually talked to, I asked if I had something I could send them, some information. And naturally, I immediately created something I could send them. Well, the long and short of that story is that I, of the 12 clubs that were on that particular billboard, two of them said no, if I remember correctly. All the rest ultimately said yes. I had to do some follow-up. But one of them actually said, I don't have a speaker. For next Wednesday, can you do it then? And I paused and looked at my schedule, which was pretty open except for the teaching at the university and the work at the church. So, oh yeah, and a couple of magic shows in there too. So yes, I can do I can do noon and, uh, on that Wednesday. And so I didn't know what I was going to be speaking totally about I had the title in mind and but I said yes knowing that one way or another we would make that happen well I would, the point is from that moment forward I did several hundred service club lectures over the coming year and a half two years and roughly 10% of the people I spoke to came back to me as clients somewhere within the next several months after they'd heard me. Now, there's some specific things about that, such as you need to be introduced when you go to the club, and be sure you write out what you want said about you. So you become known as the obvious expert, and that's what we call it. You want to be perceived as the obvious expert in your profession, in your niche. You you must be known as the go-to person so that in the future, as you build this presence, as you build this reputation, when people think of whatever your specialty is, yours is the name that comes to mind. In the world of con- of consulting, mine is, and consultant marketing, mine is often one of the first names that comes to mind. In the world of marketing hypnotists, Elsa Eldridge is often one of the first names that comes to mind because those, those are two of the niches that I've worked very hard in. In the world of retail sales, retail sales training, that's another area but I've also spent some time building a reputation in. So what I'd like to do is spend some time with you talking about a a strategy for delivering the reputation, your reputation, in a positive way to your community, and whether your community is your city or your state or the universe Getting the word out about who you are is kind of important. When I asked Doug Hall a few years back, he's the author of Turbocharge Brand, an incredible book, and an incredible marketing person. I asked Doug, uh, 
how do you know if somebody is an obvious expert in your mind? And Doug said, somebody who has a body of knowledge, a body of work, a body of work. And, and as I thought about that, that pretty much helped me strategize the future for people that want to become obvious experts. And so with that in mind, I'm going to suggest you take a piece of paper and make notes with me. And the first note at the top of the paper would be the the letter B for books. Because ultimately, you're going to want to create a book. You're going to want to write a book. You're going to want to publish a book and get it out. So, books are important. Um, so, that's going to be one of the strategies in your mind, ultimately, to create a book. Some people will say, hey, I, I don't know. if I, I, I haven't got time to write a book. All right. Then let's come to the second letter. Write down the word report. Do you have time to at least... See, when, when we're doing a nonfiction book, we're talking about what? We're talking about a book that's going to solve a problem, usually several problems. And so here's the problem, here's the solution. So in a book, you might have 10, 11, 12 different problems, and each one of those problems has its own chapter, yes? And so with its own chapter, now we've got a list of. If you were to outline your book, it might have this 11, 12, 13, 14, problems that can be solved, one per chapter, I'm going to suggest now you write a report. Can you write a report in the next month? A report, a 16-page report. The report has a problem and a solution. Maybe it's a – I'll give you an example. Let's say that I was going to do a book on how to write and publish your own book. That is one of the – we actually have created a whole program on that. Well, one of the chapters, one of the areas was who do you have publish it? Because you want to be sure if you're going to self-publish it, first you make the decisions whether it's going to be self-published or whether it's going to be published by a major author, a major publisher. Well, initially you're probably going to self-publish it. Well, then there's a decision as to who are you going to have self-publish it. I'll give you a clue here that – I would recommend um, that you use Lightning Source as who you have self-publish your first book as at least one of the possibilities. And that is a, that's a whole area I would write a chapter about or who else you might have. Okay, so that is writing a chapter or then, let's say, a report. And the report with the title of what the problem is, what the solution is, with your name on it, the, that distributed to your prospects, well, you know, that's almost as good as getting a book out. It's getting knowledge out, getting part of your body of knowledge, body of work into the hands of. Think of it as a white paper. That's another way to come to, to consider it. Okay, so we've got books, we've got reports, uh, let's go down to another letter, A for articles. You haven't got time to write a report this month? How about tonight, writing an article? 
take a segment of what could be such a report and write an article about it. And you could do that several times until you get enough articles to turn them into what? Turn them into the report. And those articles now can be distributed by way of the Internet, again, with your resource information in them, getting these out so people begin to recognize your name tied into your niche and a problem solution delivery person. Okay, so we've got books, we've got reports, we've got articles. The next thing you might do is consider an easing or a newsletter about your niche and within your niche and getting that put out in your name. If you are a aggregator of information in your niche and you publish a newsletter with all kinds of interesting information, going out to who? To the prospects that you have. You can do it in one of two ways. Either send it free or I'll put it in a, at a subscription basis. Another possibility, I've already talked to you about delivering lectures to service clubs. And so now we have books, reports, articles, newsletters, delivering lectures, right up to the point where the Internet, you can take everything you've been working on up to this point and add the Internet concept, keeping it full of knowledge and information that your niche needs to know. And there's so much you can do with this today. With all the social media, you're going to hear about more of this. But as you think about this, and by the way, what I'm saying, I mean, I've just given you a variety of areas that you want to contemplate as a distribution way to get your information out. I'm not suggesting you do them all at once. I mean, pick one that you enjoy. If you like talking in public, then doing those lectures is good is one of the fastest ways to get known in any community. Being introduced by somebody as an obvious expert. Every one of these tactics we've been talking about shows that you are an obvious expert in your area. In your area. And I'd love to in, invite you to take a look at our website, from time to time, obviousexpert.com or uh, obvious-expert.com. It's been great visiting with you. Now I'm looking forward to hearing from as many of you as have a chance. Let me know how this has helped you and your life and your growth. Thanks for listening. This has been the Obvious Expert Podcast, positioning you as the obvious expert in your field. For more actionable tips and insight, subscribe to this podcast today so you're first to hear new episodes jam-packed with exclusive content. And check out the best-selling book, How to Position Yourself as the Obvious Expert, written by the hosts of this show, Elsom Eldridge Jr. and Mark Eldridge, at obviousexpert.com. Thanks for listening.